This is Channel 253. In this episode of What Say You? And just hearing myself talk about 9-11 and that didn't, that didn't, Mm-mm. that didn't bring us together. We just threw that away and, and yeah, we memorialize it once a year. But what the other 365 days in between, 364 days in between, we go back to some type of fear-based stupidity. Did you know Channel 253 is member-supported? I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I hope you will show your support by going to channel253.com slash membership and join. Thank you. What say you? Real sisters. Real talk. What say you? Down-to-earth conversations between sisters about life, work, family, and the pursuit of an anti-racist community. Hi, I'm Audrey. And I'm Melanie. What What say you? Oh, sister soldier, sister soldier. Mm. Oh, Mm. I mean, actually, hi, sister Mm. Melanie. How are you today, my Mm. sister, my sister, on this beautiful Sunday in the 253? Ooh, girl, I was trying to catch the beat. Mm. Mm. I didn't really have Mm. one. I was Mm. a little Mm. off. Mm. Hey, Mm. sister soldier. Sister Soldier, <laughs> you hey, so, hey, hey, how about that? You're so silly, mm-hmm. and I love you. I, it's good to see you, sister, and I'm great. Thank you for asking. So look, girl. What? I've been thinking. What? And you know it's dangerous. Oh, I love it when you think, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you critically think. I've been thinking about critical consciousness. So anyway, go ahead. What you thinking about? I've been thinking. Well, for, let me back up. I asked you how you were, and this is the first time you were so succinct. You did not go into any detail. Oh. So that concerns me a little bit. Is everything okay? <laughs> Why you got to analyze everything? I'm, I'm just asking. You just said you liked when I think, so I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, thank is you. Is everything okay? Yeah, let me back up and ask you how you are, because the listeners want to know. Okay, so you just dodged my question again. I did deflection. Yeah, well, yeah, what's going on? Not a thing. Why are you trying to make something up? Girl, I'm trying to get therapy. You know it's juicy. Look, hurt people hurt I people. Say- I ain't hurt. Happy people make others happy. So can I just not just, I mean, can I just be happy? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. <laughs> People just, <laughs> listeners, come get this Ooh, child. Oh, my bad. Okay, then. I never had somebody mad about being fine, but okay, I'm going to go ahead and take your Ooh. word for it. And <clears throat> I, Ooh, as I have a, a rising hot flash, I thought these suckers <laughs> were over. That's what you get. I hope one of your locks fall out. <laughs> anyway, I'm fine as well. I am. Everything is good. God is good. (laughs) With that said, I have been thinking. And the other day, I was, it wasn't on the news. I think I saw it on, um, you know, one of the the news uh, outlets that I read. Mm -hmm. And it was about Elijah McCain. Do you remember Elijah McCain? McLean. My bad. Elijah McLean. Refresh our memory. And he, this, two years ago, and I can't believe it's been two years, but he was the young man, kind of special needs, who was walking home from work. This happened in uh, Colorado. And he was walking home from work 
one evening, and he had a face mask on, right. you know, a full, like, ski mask. Yes. And he wore that regularly because um, it helped him with his uh, anxiety and also some kind of uh, blood disease he had that made him cold all the time. And he was just walking home from work, and the Aurora, Colorado police saw him and thought he looked suspicious, and I'm doing In the air, air quotes, quotes with that. And then, of course, they go up to him and ask him what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. One thing leads to another. Same old story. Next thing you know, they got him in a chokehold, body slammed to the ground Mm -hmm. and telling him stop resisting. Mm -hmm. And then he stops breathing. Remember the chokehold? I remember. And then they call the paramedics. The paramedics come, and then the Aurora, Colorado police tell him, tell them that he is suffering from some type of delirium, and for them to give him this shot that um, helps people with that kind of delirium, and the, mm. the baby died. Yeah, he's dead. They killed the baby. He's dead. So. I remember, hap- yes, You remember I do. that? Yes, I remember. That happened two years ago. And, and I other can't di- believe it's two years either. I can't believe that it, it, it even happened. That baby's life is gone, yep. you know. But anyway, so I just saw where uh, earlier this week where the police officers involved, three. Um, there were three police officers involved, and there were um, two paramedics and all have them have been char- there was a grand jury hearing and they have been charged on um 32 counts uh, all of them been have been charged on one criminal count of negligent homicide and manslaughter and then there are 32 total counts distributed amongst them the officers as well as the paramedics so i that just got me thinking man how could i forget something so tragic. And then I started thinking about other events that have happened in in America, in the world, in the 253, that at the moment they were happening were just uh, my my interest and my my heart and my um re- resolve was just so into it at the time. And then I'm like, dear Lord, you know that old saying, how quickly we forget? Yeah, girl. That old adage, how quickly we forget. That's what I was thinking about. Well, how quickly do we forget? Because now, right now, it's 2021. And Elijah been dead for two years. We have had, oh my gosh, before now, we have had, uh, I, I even thought about the, remember, I can't even remember how many years ago this was, but this was right here locally in Tacoma, where the the dude, it was a black, it was a brother too, which I remember hurt my heart, mm. but he um, killed the sister-in-law, and then oh. he went on the rampage, and he was like a sniper shooting well, around that was, Tacoma. That was uh, John Muhammad and Lee Malvo. Mm. Yes. And that was close to us because that happened in Isis' house. Right. Remember? Your friend. Yeah, my friend Isa. Yes. My soror, Delta. So, so she wrote a whole book, and there's a, a TV special out about it. But yeah, that was it here in Tacoma. In Tacoma. Uh-huh. And I can remember being up on uh, Kenya, being, I think uh, is the 
rest in peace, Kenya was the niece's name. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I can remember that feeling at the time with this sniper running around just shooting people yep. uh, randomly. And I was actually at the gas station up on um, uh, like 15th and Sprague. And I remember being afraid. Mm-hmm. To even, I had to get gas because I was all empty, but I remember being afraid to, you know, the whole time I was pumping it, you know, somebody going to shoot me. And so when I'm thinking, again, how quickly we forget that all these tragedies happen. They have happened. And then here we go. And then they pass. Mm -hmm. They pass. And we make something else important. Something else like desperately important, like I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. Or I'm not getting I'm not getting a COVID shot. Yeah. How do we forget what's really important? How do we do that? How do how do we lose sight of so many really important and tragic things that happen and then make something like a choice to wear a mask or get a, you know, get a a, a, a shot so important that we're violent over that. It just doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. If you put it in the context of politics, you know, this whole idea of wearing a mask has not is not an issue of health. It hasn't it hasn't led been led as an issue of health. It's been led as an issue of politics political. And so now you're forcing people to take sides. Now you're saying, well, people, why are you taking sides? And why are you, um, you know, why can't you see this? But then again, when you make it politics and the, what, what am I trying to say? The effects of this particular disease are obviously exposing some real disparities in the system of how America operates. There are people that are fearful that now that the system has been exposed, that it's going to change to not favor them. Said in another nutshell, white people are scared in a political sense that, that their power, quote, in air quotes, is somehow going to be diminished. And so the politics of it all is driven by fear. This isn't a health. This isn't presented to us around health. This is presented to us in a political narrative, and then it's forced us to be divisive and uh, or divisive, divisive, divisive. Uh, that's how I see it. So to answer your question, why? Is it right or is it wrong? Mm, no. You know, this is how, this is, this is, Life, it, and the, and to your point, I wonder what is it going to take <clears throat> when you're talking about it's fear based. Everything that has happened in the past has been fear based. Everything that either a reaction to it or you know, reaction, uh, a proactive reaction or just a reactive reaction, all about fear. The people who go out and shoot. Let's look at Columbine. Okay. you. Let's look at Sandy Hook. You would have thought that any rational human being during that time would have said, regardless of politics or beliefs, would have said, enough is enough with the guns. Enough. 
you would have thought Columbine, the f- the first of the of many to follow, which we didn't know at the time, first of many to follow high school shootings. Where's the one in Florida? I forgot. I'll, I'll remember. But remember the Sandy that- Hook was the elementary school. I can't quite. Do you remember where Sandy Hook was, Doug? I think that's Connecticut. So Sandy Hook was the elementary school. Both of them, though, horribly tragic. This is my point. And you would have thought at that time. Parkland. That mm-hmm. as human beings, we would all get that guns just ain't the answer. We, we say out loud as human beings collectively that we want to protect our children. But here we are in 2021. And you won't get mad about protecting your children because and you don't want them to wear a mask when they go to school. I'm going to go back. The hypocrisy of it all. I'm going to go back to, um, we, we've talked about this on several episodes, socialization. And in the middle of socialization is fear. We are socialized in these particular institutions. When we talked about this before, how we come in the world and then we're born into our parents and then, you know, our world gets a little more expanded and then um, the the way that the world sees itself is reinforced in us through the institutions that we belong, i.e. our schools, our churches, um, you know, uh, communities, all, all of this, it's, it get, it's, surrounds us with those institutions, law enforcement, higher education, everything starts to tell us that we should believe a certain way. And um, in the middle of it, it, for you to break away from it is fear. So I'm, I'm going right back to my, uh, well, my argument is that the why people are scared. The, and look who's complaining. But we I, I, and I hear you, and and it it, it makes academic sense to me. Uh, in my emotionally, I, I, I try to. I can't wrap my brain around how much fear. What fear is going to have to happen in order for it to be enough? In order for us to say, no, we really want to protect our kids. We really want to love our neighbor and that that is all part of our social responsibility. Think about this. When we talk about fear, one of the greatest fears that has ever been created in this United States of America is not the 9-11 attacks. Yeah, we are coming up on 20, the 20-year 20 anniversary of the 9-11 atta- attacks. Yep, exactly. If you want to talk about fear, that, to me, was a collective human fear in the United States of America because we all were attacked. We all had that common fear. Mm-hmm. And 20 years later, 20 years later, we still don't have it together collectively. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. how quickly we forget. 20 years later, on the 20th anniversary, the upcoming 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks, 
one of the, the most horrific attacks in American history. Yep. We talking about, we arguing about not, our kids not wearing masks and us not getting a vaccine. Something that is voluntary, can voluntarily save our damn lives. Well, girl. I cannot, well, I can't, well, no. I can't wrap, wrap my brain around that. But I, I, I don't get it, sister. Well, girl, let me What's tell it you. What's it going to take? What's the fear going to have to be? I'm going to tell you in the words of Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does. Okay, let's put it there. What's it gonna take? Well, I'm a fan What's of the governor. What's the fear gonna be? I'm 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 a fan of Governor Inslee's uh, strategy. He's like, if you don't get your mask on by, uh, I forget what date it is, sometime in October. If you ain't got your mask, I mean your shots and stuff, uh, you can't work for state governor government anymore. That or if you're a contractor. You know, yeah. and employees. So that's that's the fear. Fear your job. Let's let's start talking. Fear in your pocket. That's who fear, we are. Let's make it an economic message. People understand money. Okay, then they want to. Um, you know, people are gonna cry and and scream. Oh, and they already are. This, that, and another. But you say, what's it gonna take? You just take the conversation to another level. Just take it. Raise the vibration. Well, I and, you know, and yeah, the governor's well, like, okay, we go raise the vibration. Let's talk about your livelihood. I guess I'm I'm such a, and and you're right. I, I think I'm <laughs> such an 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 optimist and such a I, I I I really do. I I live with my heart, and so that's why I it, it I'm trying. I try to find. The, the moral solution, if you will, kumbaya and all of that mess. But based off of what you just said, uh-huh. I, I, I hear you. Girl, please. I hear you. And just hearing myself talk about 9-11 and that didn't, that didn't, Mm-mm. that didn't bring us together. We just threw that away and, and yeah, we memorialize it once a year. But what the other 365 days in between, 364 days in between, we go back to some type of fear-based stupidity. Yeah, listen, I hear your heart. I hear your heart. You want, you're coming from a place that you want uh, humanity, you know, to to benefit. You want humanity to come together. You want us to love one another. And the reality of it all, bottom line, is that person that used to be president mismanaged because it's straight out of the box. You only have one time to make a first impression. And when you messed up your first opportunity to um, corral this and contain and really move forward with some leadership, you messed it up. I'm using the word F in my head. Yes. You messed it up. Okay, so now we've been playing catch-up all this we're time. We're talking about the virus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sorry about that. We're talking about the virus. And so the virus has now had an opportunity to spread as well as misinformation. And so when you've got misinformation going in, in, in one direction ahead of the game because the misinformation is coming from the highest orders of, of um, our country— if that misinformation has an opportunity to spread, we play in catch-up. And so now that that person is gone and we're still in catch-up mode, you still people still talking about Tuskegee and why they not doing it, okay? Girl. And um, and it's like, wait a minute, did you really—we we got duped into that misunderstanding and then we educated ourselves. Yes. 
yeah. and found out more information. So we're part of the accurate information can change minds. But if you don't get the accurate information in front of the people, then there is this battle between accuracy and lies. And if people choose, this is what this is what um, what sticks in my craw. But I'm gonna let it go because I got to have some peace in my head about it. But people people choose to listen to and believe whatever they choose to listen to and believe. Yes. It's a choice. Yes. So you can get all, have all the accurate information in the world. Accurate is going to be defined by the person who is ingesting it. Yep. You you, you see what I'm saying? I'm with so you. So listen, I thought about this. Okay, back to how quickly we forget. Now, all these people... Right now, talking about they don't want to get the vaccine because they don't know what's in it. And to your point, the government's not going to tell you the truth. And this is an experiment. And they don't have enough information about this and that. And they're not going to put something in their body that they don't know what it is. Okay. Can we go back? Humor me on this one. Okay. I'm Can with we you, go sis. back? Remember when Jack in the Box in the Jack 70s? In the box, yes. Uh, in the, I think it was the 70s. Mm-hmm. Late 70s, early 80s, maybe. I think it was girl. the 80s. Okay. Mm-hmm. When Jack in the Box had E. coli. Yeah, I remember. The first reported cases of E. coli at a fast food restaurant. Yeah. Remember that? I remember. I got one for you. How about... You think anybody ate Jack in the Box today that didn't get a vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> Doug, what you think? <laughs> <laughs> Are you so silly? I don't. Uh, no, you see where I'm going with this? Oh. No, I don't. Say okay, it no, again. listen, listen, listen. You know I ain't the one no, in the no, house sh- that gets everything. Audrey, you see where say, I'm going? say what you said again about the, the jack the box from people who won't take the vaccine. Yes, listen. What? People who won't take the vaccine in, the, in their minds right now. They're not taking that vaccine because they don't know what's in it. That's a oh. big argument right okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. They don't know what's in it, they don't trust the government. They don't trust what the government says. They don't know what the research was. They don't believe the research. They're not taking the vaccine because they don't know what's in it. That's yeah. a big argument out there. I heard it. They don't, Those, know, they don't know what's in the horse dewormer either. And my point is, Doug, okay, boom, shakalaka. Those same people are eating a jack-in-the-box that has on record a history of a large E. coli break. Yeah, that happened. Breakout. It happened. Mm-hmm. They don't know what's up in that meat today. Same thing with Chipotle. Yeah, that, oh, that just rhymed. Too. Remember Chipotle had the... <laughs> yeah, um, I remember. Had the E. coli breakout. Yeah, I got one too. What about Tylenol? Girl, who know what's one? in Tylenol? Remember that remember, one? Oh, the one where the, the guy was tampering with, with the, the Tylenol. The ty- tampering with the Tylenol. In the drug stores, and going think, up in there, shooting some up in the Tylenol you, boxes. And you think you just skipping up there getting Tylenol and And you getting was, something else. Something Because you don't know what you're getting. So yeah. I say to yeah. you people, those people, for yeah. that argument, yeah. denied. Yeah. Denied. Yeah, you don't know what's what you putting in yeah. your body. Those some that was some you real have to examples have, you right ju- there. Though, hey, 
when and you, they don't know the history. You know, you got to know the accurate history. Come on, we know that Jack in the Box had E. coli. Yeah. We know that Chipotle, Chipotle had E. coli. We know that. We know that Tylenol was tampered with. We know with. that Tylenol was tampered with. Mm-hmm. And still, there's billion-dollar sales with Tylenol. Yeah. Those well, very they, same people. They, they, Come on now. There must be. Come okay, well, different. to your point, I'm going to just carry it right on forward. Then it must be, um, it must be some kind of economic argument uh, at the core of this misinformation. You know, you got to follow the dollar. So I don't know. All I I don't know. The 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 Jack in the Box, the E. coli, I mean Jack in the Box and um Chipotle, Chipotle. and Tylenol. What you're saying, they and what I know for sure, their stocks plummeted and um and then they're back on top. And they're back they they are you know? right back. So the pendulum swings. So I'm I'm going to say this before we go to break. Uh and and it really is the truth. What goes up must come down. And this too shall pass. But what side of right will you be on? Mm. We'll be right back. This is Nate Bowling, host of the Channel 253 show Nerd Farmer. And this episode is sponsored by Pacific Lutheran University. If we've learned anything from the last two years, is that the future is unpredictable, which is why education in higher education in particular should equip students with the ability to be flexible and innovate. Students should leave college with the determination needed to understand a problem and explore solutions. And they need a spark of creativity so they can find new ways to turn their smart ideas into reality. But these traits and skills can only be set into motion by one thing, transformative care. Pacific Lutheran University is a small private college where caring means more than kindness and consideration. It means bold commitment to expanding well-being, opportunities, and justice. And just let me add an amen to that. Caring helps us all to question paradigms and draw new connections in pursuit of truth, constantly challenging ourselves and the world we love to be better for our neighbors, those down the street, and thousands of miles away. PLU is more than a campus full of individuals pursuing their dreams. It's a community of seekers, trailblazers, creators, and reformers who know we can accomplish more together than apart. To apply, schedule a campus visit, or learn more about PLU's undergrad and graduate programs, please visit plu.edu. Welcome back, listeners. So today, Sister and I are talking about how quickly we forget. Mm-hmm. And before we went to break, Sister, you said something that uh, resonated with me, and that was what we do know is that what goes up must come down and that this too shall pass. Yep. And I was thinking about that and how that absolutely comes into how quickly we forget because everybody when when it's down when something is down like right now let's just use the um let's just use the the virus the virus is the downer so that's when our memories are and our involvements are most interactive that's when all the attention happens when on the down but on the up, then that's when we forget. 
So just like we forgot about Jack in the Box and Tylenol and, and Chipotle and, you know, their struggles. And we started purchasing from them again. When I say we, I'm talking, I ain't talking about us. Well, I ain't going to lie. I did have some Jack in the Box onion rings probably a month ago. But I ain't hating on Jack in the Box. The, they, point they becomes, stuff. the point becomes once the pendulum swings up on whatever it is, then... We forget, yeah. and we move on to something else. So here's my question to you. My question is, girl, what's going to be the next down? What's going to be the next fear? And what the what is that fear going to have to look like in order for for us to get it? How low do how low do we have to go? Okay, I I appreciate your question. It's just hard for me to answer because I don't think that way. I think about, you know, what is my path to liberation? You know, I ain't trying to stay down here in the gutter or give any kind of energy. So think about when uh, Tylenol and Jack in the Box and Chipotle... Just go back and check their stock values back then, you know. So the going down, if you can see what's going on with you in the valley experience, then that's where you plant yourself and position yourself to be a part of the rise, right, to to wave. So I'm not worried about where we are because we already know we're low. I'm on the prevention team. So okay, where where are we going to go? And how am I going to, you know, I'm going to benefit about my awareness when I'm in this valley. My awareness, I am, I'm present. Okay, I'm like here and I'm seeing what's going on and I'm trying to figure out where is my fit for the liberation journey? Where am I going to go now? Where I've awakened my mind to all of these disparities instead of thinking about how to stay there or, you know, even wondering about there. Because, you know, I tell you all the time, I ain't talking to nobody whose mind ain't liberated. Mm-hmm. You don't give get any of my energy. And there's so many of us out there that are just entering that journey. Then, you know, the question is how high, you know, uh, what is what, what Michelle? When they go low, we go high. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's pick up the low and start heading towards the high. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't know if I answered. Well, girl, you didn't. Okay. Um, but well, let me. But you always say say it to me in a different way. So I'm going to try you. this. All right. I well, let me back up. I hear what you're saying. All right. I heard you, and if I heard correctly, it's not about. How low do we have to go? It's what what are we you're focused on getting back to high? Yes. That's that's the point. What are we learning here? What are we reflecting on? What do we need to how did we even get here? Okay? And are we owning that because it's time to go. We we history has shown us if we pay attention like you're saying, and in the tradition, it's West African tradition with the Sankofa bird, you know, that looks backwards and you got to know where you've been to know. We've been in a, uh, this ain't nothing but an inf- infectious disease. Well, that, I know, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking. I'm just asking uh, about a speculation, and maybe it's just it's just. But last time it wasn't ask. political. Maybe it's even just and stupid time before to ask. that. What, what, what's going to have to happen for us to just stay high? Okay. In a low. What's going to have to happen? We got to raise up kind people. What is going to have to Raise happen? up kind, conscious people. That I mean, that's... Okay. We're going to get back to humanity, 
and get back to sanity, right, and get people's minds right. So we, our audience, you know, we we talk to people that want to listen to us, not to those that don't want to. And we encourage those people to talk to their kids. So we're going, our ministry, you know, the way I see why I come and sit here and, and ramble on like this is because we've got to get with like-minded people so that we can overcome, we, we're going to get to the high. So we focus on our own development. I'm not giving in, you hear me, not one energy to anybody that that doesn't understand what we're doing. And here's my revelation. Just when you were talking, I need to get over the fact that everybody doesn't give a damn about everybody. Yeah, everybody doesn't give a damn about I, everybody. I, I, I have Fact. to get over that. No, you just have to believe I that. Just, I have to know that. When people show you who they are, believe them. Rest in peace, Maya Angelou. I just have, I, I have, yeah, I got to get over that. I got to get through, I got to believe that, let it go. And then move forward. No, you got to get with grandmommy and them. Fat meat is greasy. Well, I know fat. I, intellectually, I know that. <laughs> intellectually, I know fat meat is greasy. Fat meat is greasy. <laughs> and intellectually, I know that everybody is different. I know that individually, we all look through our, I've said this before, we all, there's nobody in the world who looks through life in the same lens as I do, because I'm the only one. I got four of them. My eyeballs and then my prescriptions. Okay? I know that intellectually. My heart has a hard time absorbing that everybody doesn't care about everybody because I care about everybody. Even if I don't know you, I care about you before I know you. I know, love. I care about the fact that you breathe on this earth. I don't even have to know you. I care. Okay. With that said, I got to just get over that. Yeah, you can say, no, you keep caring. I'm, I'm not saying to, I care too. I care about everybody. It's not a it's not an either or. This is an and. You know, I care about humanity. I care about people. And I must be strategic with the time that mm, I have that's the nugget. to do the work. That's the nugget. You understand? Yes. Okay, because this is work. And so work requires effort. Work is energy. I must be strategic in this social justice movement with where I'm working. And so those people that, you know, got your panties in a bunch right now just for a teeny minute. My panties ain't in no bunch. Your panties sounded like they, they not, was. They wasn't in a bunch. Okay. I got no panties on. I'm just playing. <laughs> I literally am kidding. Okay. <laughs> I can see with that how that could show up on social media with a sound bite and a, right. just a little I am clip. literally Kidding. Out of context. <laughs> That's whatever. Funny. But you know what I mean. I know though. what you yeah, mean. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. It's like emotional. We... I mean, I get, I do get, um, I, I feel that in in my soul. But I I do also heard you, and you've said this before, Psyche but I'm really I'm really getting it now that there is an and to it. There's I can still and. care about yeah. humanity and focus on the reality. 
of how to get things done and move forward. Yeah, you decide what can, lane you're going to be in, yeah. where you're going to work at. That's that's your choice. They can coexist. You said this before. They can co. The two can coexist. They can coexist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And we can still love mm-hmm. the people in our families that don't think like us. I mean, you know, here we go. Thanksgiving's coming up. We're gonna have to have our Ooh, annual Jesus episode Nagar. on. We got to get over to, tomorrow with you know playing them damn games. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got to figure out you know help people understand how to navigate those difficult relationships that they have in their families. But we're not saying that you don't uh, not love your people because yeah. they're your people. Right. They're right. absolutely your people. They think differently, differently than you. And the movement that we've got to get into is cross-racial, cross-ethnicities, cross-community. We're getting into the mindset movement of understanding what we got to do Together, together to be anti-racist. Together. Right? And the yep. anti-racist 253, the, you know, for us locally, the anti-racist in Pierce County, the anti-racist in Washington State. Yes. You know, then nationally and globally. Where is your toe in and the water? Work. And at, and at work. work, girl. Ooh, Come girl, on can now. Can I just change the subject just for a minute? Just, girl, change the subject, girl. Just, what? Just, I mean, when well, you said and at work, I mm-hmm. just want to pivot mm-hmm. just a teeny bit because that and at work piece mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. topic, mm-hmm. is a, for higher education, it's a new year. You know, so like, and and for many people, either you're coming up on a new fiscal year, so that's a reset. Some people's new fiscal year is uh, uh, starts July one. Some people's fiscal year starts uh, October one. Some people's fiscal year starts January one. But when you get that reset, it's like a refresh. Yes. So people are coming back to work. They've got great attitudes and stuff. And I'm just asking you to pause and ask yourself the freaking question, what kind of co-worker will I be Mm. in this new season? Yes. Okay? Because we're going back to work. I have my first little in-person thing and it's like, oh, I see your feet. I see your legs. I see you in 3D. Oh, it's so happy to see you and I missed you. And then in my mind, I might have been thinking, well, for a couple of people, it was like, "Mm, I don't know that I really missed you. Girl, some people, it don't matter what season it is. Okay. I ain't never going to miss you. All right. In my mind, because I'm still having flashbacks of of what that person brought to me prior COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I'm asking is, let, let's look at this as a reset. Let's not get back to normal. Why, let, let, let me encourage you to go back to work, to re-enter your workplaces in a mindset of collaboration and unity and exploring difference and, you know, really making your place different. Don't bring that old stanky uh, attitude some of y'all, you know, be bringing to work. Well, and toxic. listen, and listen, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to bring this into the realm okay. of... Because I really felt that on my heart. Oh, you, you did, know? of course. Mm-hmm. And that's a great point. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. And I'm going to bring this into the realm of how quickly we forget. That's it. Guess what? What? At work, when you are not that good co-worker, don't nobody forget. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is no time limit on that. Yeah, but you can rebrand. You can rebrand yeah. only, only... If you are self-aware enough to understand, you need to rebrand. Exactly. So I'm asking people to look inward 
and determine if you need to rebrand your image of being a good coworker. But also, those of us on the other side, when you're looking outward, look out with fresh eyes. Yes. Okay, because Give them you, a chance. Give them a chance. You don't Everybody know. Everybody get a clean slate. You don't know what people went through. So True. many True. people died. So, so many people have been affected. Truth. So come back to work with compassion. And everybody doesn't share and they yes. don't have to share. They're grieving. So compassion. Yep. Gotcha. Come back to work with mm-hmm. compassion. Come back to work with fresh eyes. Let's make this uh this this pandemic, this virus mean something. Yeah. If nothing else, we didn't had an earthquake and we're shaking up. The hate and discontent and the the um, disparities, and we're really all kind of moving, and people are saying, I need help. I mean, it's a moment that we're in right now. So when we go back to the workplace where we're making the economy move and you know, you're in your livelihood, you go back in there with a different attitude. Go with fresh eyes, go with kindness, and go with the question of what can I give? Mm-hmm. What yeah. can I give? What is my purpose? And I'm going to get right back to that, girl. And we can talk about this later because this book I'm reading now, and oh, dang, I forgot the author, but the name of it is The Purpose Economy. And it really is about how we've got we've to live on purpose. Live. It, live. Like your work has got to be your purpose. So and I'm, I'm going to leave that right there. Okay. And I'm going to add on to we also— need to remember on purpose. Yes. And remembering past times Yep. when we were low mm-hmm. and when we were high mm-hmm. and taking those remembrances and bringing the best parts of them forward to make us Yep. Always at least we should always um, we should always stay at curious. I remember what training I did a long time ago with KeyBank. But anyway, basically, it says, you know, about emotionally, you should always stay at curious. Curious is the midpoint. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not, you know, high and it's not low. If nothing else, every day, stay curious. So I'm saying that we should remember, remember our lows and highs and let that help us stay curious. And I think if we all stayed curious, regardless of what the new fear is going to be, because there's going to be more, regardless of whatever the new political thing is going to be, if we can all just stay at least stay at curious, that midpoint, then that will help us move forward. It's easier to move forward from curious to low, right? And then also... It's when you're curious, that's when you learn. Because curious begs a question. And that is how we grow. What questions are we asking? Mm -hmm. And we really need to become very good at strategic questioning because the questions that you raise is the pathway to disrupting the system or even dismantling it. And so, you know, one of the things I've said this before to viewers that Um, I have in my mind, I say RTQ, uh, you know, I'm always looking for an RTQ moment. Raise the question. Raise the questions. When you're in when you're in that space, uh, 
Okay, you're learning. You get your learning by questioning because you're yes. mirroring what you what you think you know, and then you're getting more information. And so, if we are seeking to change the system, it's not necessarily weapons that uh, you know you shoot somebody or stab somebody or that. You use your mind, mm-hmm. and that is raise the question. Well, and raise the question. Here's the thing about raising the question. Raise the question. From positive intent. Don't mm-hmm. raise a question yeah, just oh, to be raising go. a question so you can defend and, yeah, and, and cut somebody down. Raise yeah. the question from positive intent. Yeah. Raise the question yeah. because you are genuinely curious. And there can only be good that comes from that. That's how we have dialogue. That's how we learn from one another. Yep. And that's how we move forward. What say you, sister? I say, yeah, girl. And I say, Remember. Okay, you just got, remember you got to remember. I my heart broke. Oh. I'm going to bring Keisha Cole into this. Keisha, <laughs> I always be cracking up about Keisha Cole's songs because she always, you know, she always sad. Uh-huh. She talk about, you sad know, sad and lonely, lonely, sad and lonely. Let's, we, we, no, we don't want to, Keisha, we don't, we don't want to use you as our mantra. Yeah. We want to use like. Um, Do something uplifting. Um, oh, McFadden and Whitehead. Ain't, Ain't no stopping us now. We're on the move. Yeah, that's that's, that's going to be our mantra from now on. Ain't no stopping us now. We're and on when the move. I say we're on the move, and mm. we're when we're on the move, on the high side, not the low side. Ooh, let's do that again. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Ain't no stopping us now. We're on the move. Boom. Drop, Drop the, the mic. mic. Thank you for listening to What Say You. If you have conversation ideas or want to follow up on what you heard, please contact Melanie by email at melanie at missmelanie.com. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E at M-I-S-S-M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E dot com. Channel 253 is a member-supported podcast network. I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I'm asking you to become a member and show your support. Go to channel253.com slash membership to join. Thank you. The What Say You podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and We Art Tacoma. This is Channel 253.